Gifting without a paper trail. How much can you gift without owing federal tax, becoming a target of the IRS, or dealing with any paperwork or added cost? Hi, this is Alex Lynch, and I help freelancers earning six figures or more optimize their finances, all in the amount of time it takes to enjoy a cup of coffee. For additional resources on this subject and others important to freelancers, please check out our website, freelancefinancefix.com. Today, I'm going to talk about the annual gift tax exemption to non-charities, which is your ability to transfer money, goods, etc. to another recipient without owing any federal tax or being forced to report your activities to the IRS and having to deal with all the annual filing paperwork requirements and other things that go along with that. I'm going to go over what that amount is, how we can potentially increase the amount, and what sort of gifts are included in the definition, along with some general suggestions along the way. All things related to gifting are a really common question and goal that comes up for six-figure-plus freelancers who are doing really well in their business. Everyone around you can see your success, and you may feel like you want to share some of your success with your friends or family. Or maybe your friends or family need a small cash infusion, and you want to help them out. The rules for gifting to individuals, again, that is a non-charitable entity, whether it be your adult children, friends, extended family, coworkers, the rules for all of them are generally the same. This episode is going to have some great information on the annual gifting limit and how to increase your 2023 gift limit from 17,000 to potentially 68,000. How to go about that and some general thoughts on gifting. So let's jump in. Again, this episode is focused on staying under the annual gift tax limit. The IRS considers a gift to be where there's an exchange of cash or property or something of value with someone else where you do not receive at least equal value back in return. Gift taxes can be owed on potentially any amount above this limit of $17,000 per calendar year to a recipient. There's currently a great section in the IRS tax code that defines how much you can gift without having to report or deal with taxes on it. In 2023, currently you can gift up to $17,000 per recipient, per calendar year to another person as part of your annual exemption. If you are to gift more than this, taxes and paperwork are likely going to be incurred by you. And not just one-time paperwork, there are forms you are supposed to file every year with the IRS that track your lifetime gift exemption. There are several ways to go above this $17,000 limit where you don't have to report or tell the IRS all of the information related to your gift. This is a commonly misunderstood assumption here. The $17,000 is on a per-recipient basis. That is not the cumulative total of all the gifts you can make in a calendar year without having to report it. 
every single person you know, you could, in theory, gift them $17,000 and not have to report it to anyone. For example, let's say you have three children or friends named John, Jack, and Jill. You are able to gift $17,000 in a calendar year 2023 to each of them. That is a $17,000 gift to John, a $17,000 gift to Jack, and another $17,000 gift to Jill. Furthermore, you could also gift $17,000 to each of their partners or spouses if desired, bringing your ability to gift to each of your children's households some $34,000 per calendar year. So again, that is a $34,000 potential gift to John's household, a $34,000 potential gift to Jack's household, and a $34,000 potential gift to Jill's household, again, in a calendar year where you don't have to report any unnecessary information about the transaction to the IRS. However, I do recommend you internally track your gifting and keep track of it somewhere where you can pull up the information in the future with just a very basic list of the recipient's name, when, and how much you gifted. The second most misunderstood part of the annual gift tax exemption is that this applies to each individual gift giver and not your household. So if you are currently married or you don't have to be married, your partner could also gift $17,000 to each of your friends or their spouses or their children as well, whomever you want to gift the money to. So again, you could gift $17,000 to John, Jack, and Jill, and your spouse could also give them another $17,000. And then combined, you could also gift $17,000 to each of their spouses, making a total of nearly $68,000 able to be gifted to each of John's household, Jack's household, and Jill's household without owing federal gift tax or reporting requirements. Now let's talk about planning, one of our favorite areas to focus on in the show. If you have serious gifting goals, I recommend you start early and start creating a plan. This can be as basic as a few bullet points on a sheet of paper that you reference every year. It doesn't have to be an overwhelming project. And remember that these limits are based on a calendar year. So let's say you want to help somebody with a down payment for a house. And as you know, with houses prices currently up there at a very high cost, there is a significant down payment required. By spreading out your gift over multi-year period, you can avoid having to potentially report any of the gifting. That is, gift in 2023, 68000 to one household, and gift in 2024, a 68000 as well, and potentially there'd be a small inflation adjustment, so you'd be able to gift more than that in 2024 without having to report anything. So by doing some planning, you can spread out your gifts over a multi-year period and stay under the gifting limits, avoiding you some unnecessary paperwork and complexity and annual tracking of reporting. Planning also helps you be clear about your expectations and intentions as part of the gift. I've seen too many cases where the gift giver's expectations on a specific use of the funds were not lived up to as the gift giver had intended. If you have specific intentions related to a gift, you need to clearly outline those upfront and please don't get frustrated if they are not fully upheld in the way you had intended. Matters of money and family and friends, there is always complexity that arises. And please just be happy that you supported somebody above all else 
and not get frustrated if things don't live up to your expectations. You can only practically control your half of the transaction. Planning will also help you organize all of your different friends and family and individuals who you want to gift to. It will help you set up a structure over time. Again, I highly recommend you create a list of a few bullet points as sort of a gifting guide you can follow every year with your intentions. It doesn't have to be overly complicated. Start small, start somewhere, and improve on in the future. Now, how do you go about this gift? Well, a gift could be cold hard cash, property, stocks, investments, car, gift cards, really anything that could be considered of value. If you're thinking of something other than a cash gift, I recommend you talk to a tax or financial advisor as there may be some extra requirements or tax strategies you can take advantage of. This episode is again focused on cash and cash equivalents. My favorite way to gift is to use a bank's online bill pay system, which mails the recipient a check. Unlike if I was to write a traditional check that oftentimes has my account number written on the bottom, which I do not like to give away or share, as I have seen too many cases of fraud and people inadvertently having your account number get out there somehow and having to close accounts is no fun. Another great option is Zelle or a direct wire transfer. I would avoid the all too many people who try to do gift cards. It just often turns into a more of a hassle than it needs to be. And remember, large transfers of cash are just a really big red flag to all banking institutions and money regulators. Don't gift somebody large sums of cash. Now, if you are getting in the realm of large gifts, again, I do recommend you run all of this by your tax advisor or financial advisor as they may have additional suggestions. These are conversations we regularly have with clients, and there are some special things you can do with gifts of stocks or investments, along with cars, along with donations or gifting directly to the hospital on behalf of the beneficiary or school. These are all great topics for future episodes as well, now that I'm thinking about it, but beyond the scope of this individual episode focusing on cash gifts. Let's wrap up this episode by talking about any paperwork or taxes that are involved when you stay under the gift tax exemption limit. Good news! By keeping under the annual limit of $17,000 per recipient per year by each gift giver, there's no required federal tax or IRS filings that you have to keep track of or do. But again, I do recommend you keep track of a list of gifts you made for the last at least seven years that lives internally. There's no real reason to share this with anyone. You don't need to go above and beyond reporting it to anyone other than your tax or financial advisor. After all, it's not what you know that counts, it's what you do. In summary, action items from this episode. Recommend you create a basic gifting plan. Outline who you want to gift to and what you want to give to them. It's as simple as a handful of bullet points. Once you have this list, see if your goal can be achieved through the annual gifting limit to save you on hassle of form filing and IRS requirements. Be sure to outline any expectations you have around the gift to the recipient and keep a very basic list for your own records of the gifts you've made. There you have it, some great info on annual gifting limits. Make sure to make your gifting plan and don't look back. Please check out our website for additional resources and future topics on this and many other issues related to gifting. And stay tuned for more ways for freelancers to optimize their income. And please check out our website, freelancefinancefix.com. 
Before you go One thing you should know This isn't legal, tax, or investment advice It's just a show Cause tax laws are tricky And investment's complex Get professional advice And do more research So you'll never lose We are the freelancers, my friends And we'll work from home Till the end We skip the cubicles Seriously, this isn't tax, legal, or investing advice. 